crap. <clears throat> All right. Well, hello and welcome. You guys, welcome and hello. It's it's Mother Trucking Thursday, which means it's Mother Trucking Vlog Day. And I got a full-on vlog. We're just trucking mothers <laughs> just trucking mothers over here uh i got a very full vlog planned out for you guys tonight i already said this on facebook pretty sure we're just gonna go long there's just no way around it we might just be going long we got a lot of news and advocacy to talk about i got a bunch of mail that we're gonna do um i can't do that thing anymore where i put all of the time stamps up here but my main man jeremy v i've already seen him in the chat he, he's gonna collect all these time stamps he's gonna take time out of his night to collect the timestamps and they're gonna be the first pinned comment right underneath this video, all neatly displayed with little asterisks and everything. Jeremy catches everything. Nothing slips by, Jeremy. I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much, everybody, for coming out. I had some uh, had some last minute dangle clacks there. I, I, I don't know what happened. I don't know what that was. I started streaming and YouTube said, oh, your stream looks great, nice and healthy. Nick, you got a healthy looking stream there, really good. And then at like 4.29 and 58 seconds, YouTube suddenly threw me up this thing that's like, your stream sucks, you need to adjust your packet latency or something and I don't know I didn't know what to do so I had to restart a bunch of stuff but we're here. You know what? None of that matters anymore because we're here. We're here right now, so welcome. Um, I guess the first thing we have to do is, uh, yeah, the vlog has a sponsor. Oh, wait, wait, this this will not stand. How do you even know what show you're watching? There, now you know what you're watching. It's the Grim Vlog. <laughs> I can't, that was some, that was some straight up opaque jellification, if you ask me. But the first thing we need to do is, uh, we need to hear from our sponsor. The vlog has a sponsor, so uh, let's hear from our sponsor now. Vaping is better than smoking. Technically, yes, but so what? Yeah, so what? Our sponsor this week is uh, New York Governor Cuomo and his so what agenda. Will vaping help save... Imagine if he had phrased it like, uh, if will vaping help save people's lives? And has to think about it. Technically, yes. But so what? Just so what away the world. That's the lesson that we're learning from our sponsor this week, Governor Governor Cuomo. But seriously, 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 the first thing that I want to do this week. I believe. Okay, we don't need to hear the whole thing. We need to hear the whole thing. Let's hear the whole thing. Yak, Yak promised he would be here tonight. He's not here. Here we go. I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky any oh time of year. Dun, 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 dun. I believe I can fly any time of year. Dun, 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 dun. dun. I feel like my uh, my microphone was a little too hot there. Anyone tell my mic? And no one said anything. I think my microphone was a little bit too hot there, so I turned it a little bit down. So, actually, the first thing that I would like to do right now is uh, that one thing where I get to hear from one of my subscribers. Except it's he's not one of my subscribers, and now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know if it's allowed to show another. I don't know if it's allowed to. I don't know if I'm allowed to show this guy's video on my vlog, now that I think about it. I'll have to just not monetize it and I'll have to age restrict it. That's okay, because YouTube's gonna do that for me anyway. 
YouTube's going to do that for me anyway. So the w w the thing that I wanted to hear is uh, this is uh, this is an inspiring video. I was personally personally inspired by this video. So the first thing that's going to happen is you're going to see me disappear. And uh, we're going to watch a, a, a very inspiring, inspiring TikTok. And, and I'd love really everybody to pay attention to this TikTok because it's, it's, it's inspiring. It's an inspiring TikTok. What say you, Jeremy? I just, I, yes, yes. Yes, Jeremy, I find your videos inspiring. Started a silk screening business in 2008, opened up a vape shop in 2013, and he still has his businesses. That, that video hit me right in the feels. That video affected me in, in a very severe way. Uh, I can't, who sent that over to me? Jared? One of my subscribers, Jared, might have sent that to me, and I just watched it 50 times in a row, and, and I couldn't not share it, but I wanna give proper credit to Jeremy. This is his TikTok right here. He's got a few 5,000 followers. I think this is fantastic. I'm a huge fan of Jeremy right now. I'm gonna put a link in the description to his TikTok, absolutely. In fact, I'm gonna to try to put a link to in the chat to his TikTok right now in case anybody's interested. I think, you know, TikTok's only a mobile thing. I mean, it's a web-based thing too, but it's a mobile thing too. So I'm not on TikTok. I mean, I am on TikTok, but I don't, I don't do anything on TikTok because I don't need more social media in my life. It's just too much. But sometimes, sometimes social media, you get, you come across just little gems like that. And I hope that inspired you. That inspired me a great, a great deal. So thank you so much, Jeremy, for being who you are. Even his newest video where he's driving his wheelchair over a speed bump and then like fist, fist pumping at the end. It's inspiring, man. It's inspiring. I don't know his shop. If I knew his shop, then I would definitely shout out his shop. If anybody knows his shop, uh, tell me, let me know. And we will definitely put it out there. I feel a sneeze coming. I feel a sneeze about to happen. I'm trying to ward it off. If we know his shop, oh, I need to look at the sun. Oh, where's the bright light? Nope. Oh, damn it. This sneeze is just going to come at the most inopportune time. But like I said, we do have a very full vlog tonight. I definitely have a beer sitting in front of me. We're going to talk a little bit about what I've been vaping. I've got a getting to know Grim Green uh, record inspired by Southern Comfort. We had a little discussion uh, on Tuesday, Bro Tuesday about this band, and I hope Southern Comfort makes it because this Tuesday, this Tuesday, this Getting to know Grim Green was inspired by him. I've got a very random liquid tasting. Uh, I've got a whole mess of mail, and uh, we're just gonna do it. We got some news and advocacy as well to talk about. We're gonna do a little bit of a, uh, a history of vaping, a very brief history of vaping as described, as observed by someone from outside of the vapor industry. Outside of the vapor industry, and I think that's gonna be great. And uh, yeah, so let's just... Uh, I just picked my nose. I just, I, in the, I can't believe I just did that. That's like the second time on video that I've ever done that. The first time I did that was in 2009. Go back and watch my first video and the first thing I do is pick my nose. I can't believe I just did that again, but I felt a little boogie and you gotta, you gotta get rid of them, right? <laughs> Otherwise it's just, it's just gonna be hanging out there all night. It's just gonna be hanging out there all night. Spectacular, spiffy even. 
spectacular. So uh, since my stream deck is broken, this is going to take a little bit of extra time. What I'd like to do really right now is... Uh, we're only a few minutes into the vlog. I'm already per... Thank you, Disco Potato. <laughs> I appreciate that. Look, everyone picks their nose, okay? They might not do it on video. Actually, I'm going to take that back. Not everybody picks their nose. One time I picked my nose in front of Kent, and he just... He looked at me like I had just tried to introduce communism into the country. Like, it was just crazy. He was so offended. Like, the most offended I've ever seen a person when I picked my nose in front of Kent. So... Never pick your nose in front of Kent. Not everybody picks their nose. Apparently Kent does not pick his nose. But what I'd like to do right now, I got a beer from uh, my main man, Kevin Chocolate. Let's, let's have some beer, you guys. Welcome. This was in the thumbnail, as you saw. We're tasting some Dark Breed Black IPA, which I don't even know what a black IPA is. I can find literally no information about this other than a few random, one review on Beer Advocate. Uh, smell is great, smell is nothing great. It's okay for its style. Definitely a lighter mouthfeel than other black IPAs. I don't know what a black IPA is. I just don't know. So we're about to travel down this road together. We're about to travel down this black IPA road together. Like I said, this was sent to me from one of my subscribers. Yo, yo, to you, Kevin Chocolate. I got a beer package from Kevin Chocolate not too long ago. We're going to be using the Jets Cup again, dude. The Jets Cup. I feel like it, uh, I feel like it really added to the vlog last week. So I wanted to use it again. I felt like I had a great vlog and I might owe that completely to the Puckle family heirloom of the Jets beer mug. I don't know what originally was served in here. I'm only assuming it's beer. Hi. Hi. Look at what is this? What did I what did what is that? What is that? This is this is if 2020 was a beer right there. That's it. <laughs> I have a feeling this this trend is going to continue if I keep pouring. The head's just going to get bigger and bigger. I'm going to have to drink through it like a man. Oh my god. What am I even doing? What am I? Do I know how to drink beer or what? I'm good at this. Look at that. Look at that beautifulness. That is, that is the dumbest thing I've ever done. That is ridiculous. Ah, 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 Sure. Let's just, is it just foam in here? Did I miss something? It says beer. Oh, it's a black. Oh, it's a black IPA. This is the mostly foam version. This is the all head version. I, I didn't read that there on the can. I'm just kidding. That doesn't exist. You know, whim flask, flack, flack, uh, I should have rinsed it. You're right. I should have wet my glass before pouring uh, this black IPA into it. But you know what? Who gives a F? You just roll with the dangle clacks. That's what I do. So I'm going to try to drink some of this beer out of the bottom if I can get through some of this foam first. But here we go. Let's taste this. Let's taste this dark seed black IPA from Mr. Kevin Chocolate. Cheers, you guys. Okay, I got some. I got some. That is a, uh, that is a, that is a really bizarre, crazy experience. Uh, it doesn't taste like an IPA at all in like the traditional sense of an IPA. It's very, it's very 
Stouty. It's very, very stouty. It's very bizarre. Hang on. I need. Let me have a little bit more here. <laughs> I feel ridiculous. I feel ridiculous drinking through that. Uh, let's try to get some other information here on this dark breed black IPA. Dark breed black IPA. It doesn't even exist on Google. SJMB, St. John Malt Brothers. Okay, St. John Malt Brothers. What information can you give me on this beer? Okay, St. John Malt Brothers doesn't have, seem to have a website. Uh, producer St. John Malt Brothers. Nope, it, everywhere I look, it just says black IPA. This is a black IPA. Dark Breed is a black IPA of beer. This is a black IPA beer. Okay, so let's figure out what a black IPA is. I could have done this research before the vlog, but I feel like it would have been, uh, I feel like it's, it's more of an experience if we, uh, if we experience it together, you know? It's, it's a little bit more of a learning curve. I don't have time to read this whole thing. Black IPA, black ale, India pale ale. Most black IPAs I've had are stronger, more bitter, have striking hop aromas they're pretty absent of dark malt character altogether yeah there's no it, i mean look it tastes a little bit like an ipa but it's it is honestly very pungent very stouty if you had served this to me and i didn't know what it was there's no way there's not a chance i would have ever said that, oh that's an ipa isn't it yeah that's an ipa it's a black ipa let's try to get some more in here now that the head has uh dissipated just a little bit no that's not gonna work it's just gonna it's just gonna come out the tops again you see but i think we're getting better i think we're, we're up to like a 2019 beer if 2019 was a beer it would look uh, a little bit more like this appreciate that it's sour it gives me tangs on the side of my of my mouth it doesn't have a very big mouthfeel to it it's very clean it's sour up front there's some sweetness on the finish I don't know even know what I would pair this with. Let's pair it with a tobacco. Let's pair it with a tobacco. I have a Dr. Vapes. This is from the Panther series. It's called Black Panther. I, I absolutely hate the branding on this liquid, but I happen to love this liquid. It's a creamy tobacco. It's honestly my favorite tobacco right now above all other tobaccos. That's great. Damn, that's great. All right, well, as uh, I think someone pointed out earlier that this is a 6.5%. Was, uh, was that you, New Wave, Dave? All right, well, well I'm going to have a little bit more of this beer. Uh, I have to sing happy birthday to... Happy birthday to... Not the real Gerard Butler. Happy birthday to... Not the real Gerard Butler. Happy birthday, dear... Not the real Gerard Butler. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, not the real Gerard Butler. I also have a quick shout out to do Quentin. It's him and his uh, it's him and his lady's anniversary coming up. Quentin and Delessa. I really hope I'm pronouncing that right. There's a good chance I'm not. Happy uh, happy anniversary, Quentin and Delessa. You, you're both uh, you're both absolutely shouted out. Well, now that we got a cruddy beer.
Not, it's not a cruddy beer, okay? Kevin Chocolate, don't feel bad. This is actually a, a pretty good beer. I've just never had a black IPA, so I'm, I'm completely out of my wheelhouse. Tastes very stouty to me. Like it's a very stouty type of situation. I'm just unfamiliar with black IPAs, but I'm gonna continue to enjoy this throughout the rest of the vlog. And I guess what I wanna do now, before we get really too far, let's do, uh, let's do the few super chats that have arrived in the time that we've been streaming. Yeah, okay. Interestingly enough, I'm running this stream from Firefox this week, and it's actually working perfectly. Perfectly. I did my last two streams on a Google product, Chrome, which Google owns YouTube and Google owns Chrome. And it's crazy to me that YouTube runs better on Firefox than it does on their own company's products. So the stream tonight is brought to you from uh, Mozilla Firefox. Sergio, damn it, right out of the gate. Very gracious of you. That's too gracious of you. I appreciate you so much, Sergio. Alex, very gracious of you. Just got my recoil today and I got it on my Luxotic box. Loving it so far for the flavor cap and the 100 watt coils. What sh and the 100 watt, what co and the 100 watt, what coils should I run? Well, you don't need to, you don't need to max it out lower your wattage. You don't, if you're going to run a hundred Watts, I would recommend the cloud cap because you're going to need more airflow flavor cap. I go straight for like a 0.2 and I go straight at like 55 to 60 Watts. That that's what I would do. Alex, if you want to have the best experience, that's what I would do. Don't, uh, don't just go to a hundred Watts just because you can go to a hundred Watts. That's what I would say. Trey, very gracious of you. Nick, guess what? What? Oh, there's more. I started pooping naked just like you. Much love. Okay, great. Appreciate that. Continue pooping naked. I don't I don't do that. I find it awkward and weird and uncomfortable, but by all means, Trey, you 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 keep pooping naked there. <laughs> keep pooping naked. Oh boy OC. Eat the booger and I got another 20 bucks. Oh shit. Let me get that. Let me get it. No, come on, Dwayne. Next time, Dwayne, next time me and you are hanging out with Kent, we both just gotta pick our noses like crazy. Just make Kent run out of the room screaming. Appreciate you being here, Omboy OC. And thank you, uh, very gracious of you, that $2. The Irishman, that's an Al Snow beer right there. An Al Snow beer? Look, I don't know if that's a dig. If, is that a dig at Al Snow? Because Al Snow was a really very underrated wrestler. Al Snow was fantastic. Al Snow and Steve Blackman, that was one of my favorite tag teams of like the WWE Attitude Era. Al Snow and Steve Blackman. I liked Al Snow, Irishman. I will not stand for trash talking of, of Al Snow. Um, oh, we got one from Kevin Chocolate. It's not a bad beer, but I agree. It's a stout. It is real stouty, isn't it? I feel like it's real, real stouty. Apparently, it, it makes your voice go higher, too. Real, real stouty. Thank you. Appreciate that, Kevin Chocolate. Well, now that we got some super chats done, I think... Oh, fucking hell. Uh, shit. How do I reopen a tab? <laughs> How do I reopen a tab on, uh, okay. Ah, okay. Okay. I thought I closed a really important tab. It turns out it wasn't that important, but I still need this tab to be open. So what I want to do right now, I got no bumper for this. I just want to mention a few things that I've been vaping. I've been having a little bit of like uh, a love affair with these little Mod Pods, these AIO guys. This is a Geek Vape Aegis Boost uh, Plus. 
if the camera will focus on it, Aegis Boost Plus. Let's load it up with Ohm Boy's Ohm Shake. I, I really love it. This is the Smoke Thatch. Yeah, it's the Smoke Thatch. And I don't rarely ever get to try Smoke products, so I jumped at the opportunity to try the Smoke Thatch. That's been delicious. That's got the, uh, the tobacco in it there. This guy, this guy from Rinco, this is the Rinco Manto 80, and they do a carbon fiber version, and then they do this one with like, uh, you know, the Fujin on it. Is that the name of that, uh, that, that Japanese god guy? I, th I think that, I don't know exactly what this guy's name is, but this has been a little banger. I've got a blueberry granola bar in here. This is basically like a, like a China billet boxy type of device. It's got, it's got a little tank on the inside that you can or can't pull out depending, like you can fill it while the tank is still in there. I don't know. I've been enjoying it and I've been finding it to be a really nice little vape. That's been rad. And then lately with the with the AIOs, this is my new jam from Vaporesso, the Taro 80. This is just a sticker on here. I'm gonna have a review for all of these hopefully real soon. It's just a sticker. It, it looks kind of dorky, but it vapes uh, really, really well. Really, really very terribly well. The only issue I've been having this with this is uh, a lot of uh, check atomizers. Smacks lick it on the inside. These things are just so damn convenient and easy to grab and just, you know, some of them take 18650s, you just new 18650, fill up your tank, it's great. It's like a little it's like a little sub ohm tank. The only issue that I run into with all of them is the liquid capacity isn't nearly enough. Not nearly enough, not even close to being nearly enough. Also hanging in there. Here wait, we're going to save that for last. We'll save that for last. I set up the uh the Aris Pipasardo, Dimitri, Abacasi. This is their new mouth-to-lung guy, Inakin, Ares 2. It's been pretty good. It's sitting here on top of the SQ Mini, a whopping 13 watts. Oh, whoa. Okay, that was a lot. I apologize for that. That, that was a lot. That was, a, that was too much of a burp there. Hmm. I don't even know what's in here. It's six milligrams something or other. Don't know. Legitimately don't know. Don't don't even don't even know what I filled that up with. Um, still hanging in there hard with the Geek Vape Aegis Max. Just I love this mod, and I'm gonna keep using this mod even when this tank is long dead gone. Uh, I don't love the Zeus sub ohm tank, but it's fine. I'll just say, look, overall, it's fine. 55 watts. I've been getting a nice long life out of this one coil head. It's very satisfying. Sifu's Peach Among Worlds is in there. Um, clutch to type 2 RTA on top. Loving the... Why would... This camera is acting weird tonight, man. Clutch type 2 RTA on top. Absolutely loving the crap out of it. It's filled up with uh, the very random liquid tasting from last week. That crazy uh, orange flavor that I got from the UK tastes, I mean, incredible in this RTA. I've got some nice crackly, crackly coils in there. Nice crackly coils in there. 
Second to lastly, we got this last week in the vlog. This is from uh, Russian Custom Mods. It's designed to look like the hilt of a katana sword. It's hard to see because it's white and I have lights right there, but it is, is designed to look like the hilt of a katana sword. Yeah, Scott Scott Jenkins in chat says, Nick has abandoned the coaster commitment unless, uh, unless it's a really big coaster. Yeah, no, I haven't abandoned the coaster. What the, the coaster keeps my desk in check only, not the amount of setups I have. Off my desk, I have another whole shelf over here that is where all my vape gear lives. If things are gonna live on my desk, then they have to fit on the coaster. They just have to. So I can pick sometimes like two mods and a bottle of juice or two mods and maybe like another two AIOs on there or like four AIOs on there. If it's gonna live up on my desk and take real estate on my workspace, that's when it has to fit on the coaster. Otherwise, look, I have a problem with setting up too many setups and uh, that trend just continues like crazy. But I'm vaping that same orange out of this. Uh, original recipe recoil reissue. This is the gunmetal on top of there. DHD Macron drip tip on top, white and black and white and black, and I love it. These coils are still so. These are these are the god coils. These are the quad core god coils from last week from Chris Bassard. This is, these aren't the ones I vaped last week. This was just another set of quad core that he put inside of an original recipe recoil deck. And I've been vaping them with that orange. It, they've been stellar. They've been fantastic. He somehow got them up to, it's like a 0.3. So on a mech, it's a little bit, you know, ah, you know, I don't know. You, you like to build a little bit lower on a mech, like at least a, a 0.2, maybe 0.3 on a single battery mech. It's a little bit weak sauce. Just gonna say hashtag a little bit weak sauce. But you know what, it's whatever, it's still really nice. And then lastly, I did a build stream for this on Monday. That's the Bogan Blotto Mini on top of the Odin Mini. I have nothing but wonderful things to say about the Odin Mini. The Blotto Mini, man, I had some issues with that glass. I did a build stream for it on Monday and I thought it went really well. People were saying, oh, your, your coil placement is, you know, it's destroying my OCD right now. Look, it vapes fine. <laughs> they, they might've been like uh, a little bit crooked, something off center a little bit, but they, they, they vape fantastically. The issue that I had with this, here, I'm just gonna show you this video. The issue that I had with it was the glass. I could not get the straight glass off. I had to immediately switch from the straight glass because two mil capacity on the Blotto Mini is, you, may, you might as well just have a dripper. I got exactly 21 drags off of the glass, off of the straight glass Blotto Mini before I had to refill the tank. I got 21 pulls, 21 toots, and the tank was emptied. I kept track, I counted for those that don't believe me. Every time I took a couple drags, I just make, so like, it was like one, two, one, two, one, two, three, three in a row, one, two in a row, one, two, three in a row, one, two, three in a row, one, two, three in a row, and then one, two, three, and that's 21. And then I took like three more, I think I actually took four more after that to completely like dry out the cotton and I had to refill it. So. Your mileage might vary depending on wattage and things like that, but I had to get that straight glass off of there so I could get it to the bubble glass 
which is a four mil capacity. Here's the issue that I had. I have been trying like hell to get this glass off of this Blotto Mini and it just seems impossible. I mean, actually physically impossible. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. If it goes down just a little bit. Oh, come on, baby. Oh, I feel like I'm gonna break it before I can even get it off of here. Oh. Yeah, those are broken tweezers. I tried to get in here with my tweezers and maybe twist it, twist it off, twist it and lift it off. And now there's just broken chunks of my tweezers uh, inside the tank, so. Cool. Just straight up could not get that glass off of there. I tried forever to get that glass off of there. I put it on my Instagram story. Eventually I just took a big pair of pliers and I just crushed it. I just broke the glass off of there. I was like, oh, fucking got the glass off finally. And even then, when I crushed it, only the bottom half of the glass like broke and fell away. The whole top of the glass was still stuck to that O-ring. And I had to like forcibly peel it off of that O-ring. And when I would peel it off, it would like pull the O-ring with it. I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen glass so stuck to an O-ring like that. And that could be from, look, that could be from manufacturing it, putting the glass on there, I don't know, and it's too warm, maybe shipping it and the boxes get warm. I mean, this isn't a slight at Bogan or anything like that at all in any capacity. It was just the craziest thing. It was just the craziest thing I've ever seen. I couldn't, I mean, I couldn't explain it. I was pulling the glass off and it was pulling the O-ring with it. It, it, I, it felt like... They had actually put adhesive on there or something to really keep this glass on. Drove me nuts. And now I don't have a straight glass for it. But that's fine because a two mil capacity on this RTA is, like I said, you might as well have a dripper. But I've been using it uh, basically like crazy. This is filled up with uh, Boule Bolu. Boule Bolu from Coil Turd. It's been rad. I got... I got some nice crackly coils in there and it's been rad. And that's really more or less what I've been vaping with the exception of also this, the Modi pin, which I definitely plan on doing a review for because smokers, I legitimately think smokers are going to love the crap out of this Modi pen. It's uh, it's 50 milligram. So depending on where you are and your nicotine levels, it might be perfect for you. It might be a little bit too high for you. It's a little bit too high for me, so I try to use it sparingly, but having a cylindrical, like cylindrical form function, form form function, cylindrical form factor, <laughs> cylindrical form function, yeah, cylindrical form factor in a pod, in a disposable, uh, has just been really, really nice. I used to hold my cigarettes like this anyway. I never did the fingers. I always did this because I saw Alec Baldwin do this once in a movie called The Cooler with William H. Macy. He held all his cigarettes like this and kept the cherry like towards the palm of his hand when he smoked. And I thought, that is so fucking cool. I'm going to smoke like that. So that's how I hold this. And it's kind of, uh, it kind of feels a little bit smoky, man, you know? Yeah. 
it, it, it's great. I think smokers are going to love the crap out of that. I'm sick of being ashamed of pods and disposables. I'm sick of it. They have a purpose. It's for smokers. Whether we think they're dorky or not, they're for smokers. That's what they're for. Cheers, you guys. Let's do a couple more super chats. It is good. It's good. It's just stouty. So let's do a couple more super chats here. Vaping is better than smoking. Technically, yes. But so what? Fucking Cuomo. Christopher, very gracious of you. Hey man, what RTA do you recommend topping my new Saga mech? I, well, I would say the Type 2 RTA, but it's not out yet. Otherwise, I would say the Blotto, uh, the original Blotto or the Blotto Mini are both stellar RTAs. My favorite RTA as of late has been the uh, Reload Vapor 26 millimeter RTA. It's kind of just an ingenious RTA. I don't love the airflow adjustment, but you can look past that because it vapes so well. It's got a great deck. That's the one I would recommend. Reload Vapor 26 millimeter RTA. I have a review for it. A lot of people have a review for it, but uh, that's the one that I would uh, that's the one that I would recommend. Christopher Murdoch, very gracious of you. Thank you, by the way, Matt Sinister. Considering your love of the Gen, were you aware that the Gen Nano 80 watt 2000 Ma is coming out? No, there's a Gen Nano. Well, I'm gonna love that. I'm gonna definitely love that. How can I not love a Gen Nano? I like small versions of, I like nano versions of things. It's one of the reasons why I still keep around my Relo Mini because it's like a mini Relo. And I just love that. It's, they're like, it's like t tiny little booze bottles, you know, that you get at the BevMo. It's like, oh, look, it's a little Kahlua. It's just a tiny little Kahlua. I like little versions of things. I was unaware of that. Shout out to Will at Steel Valley Vapors as well. Fuck yeah, Steel Valley Vapors. I've crossed paths with them's uh, many, many times in my vape showings and things and such as, and the such as. Eifer, very gracious of you. He means a lot of head. What do we want? Oh yeah, okay. How come I didn't get that? I've been out of wrestling for too long. Damn it, I've been out of that wrestling for too long because I really loved Al Snow. I used to play as Al Snow all the time on the WWE Raw game for the PlayStation 2, constantly. I loved Al Snow. He was a brawler, and I really, really liked that. Damn it. Why didn't I get that, Eifer? Um, Vapelians for buying mini rolls. Also, vape mail segment when? We'll get to the vape mail segment, Vapelians, when we get to the vape mail segment. Actually, I'm not sure if I saw something from you, Vapelians. I know I don't know if it was anything inside my mailbox. We might be another week away from Vapelian's mail. Look, it's coming all the way from the UK. You know, you got to give it some time to get here. There's slowdowns everywhere. Slowdowns at all on all levels. All levels. How do I get suddenly get texts from Android phones on my Apple Watch? That doesn't make any sense. Uh, Nyrandis. Uh, looked for looked for the vlog at 2 p.m. and 4:28. Not suggested. Not listed on your channel. Checked back and feed repeatedly. No vlog. Just checked Twitter and found the link. What the fuck, YouTube? Yeah. Here's the thing. I don't know. YouTube just isn't showing my vlog to anybody. I had to make a post on YouTube 
to, to compensate for this. But usually if I set up the vlog in the early morning, which I do every Thursday, YouTube will have it on my channel. Say, like, you know, this vlog is scheduled for 4.30 p.m. this afternoon. It'll show the thumbnail, it'll show the title and everything. YouTube just suddenly stopped doing that. I don't know why. I mean, I could put on my tinfoil hat and say that YouTube is against me. YouTube is against vape channels. I don't know. It Most likely, it's just probably glitchy or something. It's done it for like two weeks now because it didn't do it for Tuesday Bro Tuesday or the vlog last week or Tuesday Bro Tuesday this week either. But it should notify you when I go live. I hope. I don't know. I apologize. YouTube just sucks the big one. The big one. Whatever the biggest, grossest thing you can think of, that's what YouTube sucks. Robert, very gracious of you. You need to break it off sometimes and replace the O-ring. Same thing happened to my brother when mine pulled, when I, when, when he got his, but I pulled mine right off. Weird. You know what? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It could just be manufacturing inconsistencies. I just personally hadn't uh, run into an issue like that with an O-ring in years, in years. I don't remember the last time I physically could not get an O-ring off of, or a glass off of an RTA. Uh, not the real Gerard Butler, very gracious of you. Some coin to put towards a haircut. Get a haircut, you dang hippie. Yeah, you see this? I'm trying to hide it as best I can back here, but it just, it works its way out. And this is just ridiculous. This is ridiculous. I am getting a haircut, hopefully sooner rather than later. But you know what? It's part of lockdown. We are 99 days into uh, stay-at-home orders in California. 99 days I've been at home. 99 days. Think about that. 99 days. Unreal. Uh, Vapestata. Thank you very much. Keep up the good work, pal. Cheers from a fellow reviewer, vaping advocate from Argentina. Oh, right on. So you guys now, you guys get to start dealing with Bloomberg. I think we're going to save this for Tuesday, bro, Tuesday, but uh, Bloomberg spending some money in South America to ban vaping, ban flavored vaping. Bloomberg, money can buy you whatever you want, even laws. And that's crazy to me. Well, well, shout out to you. You keep up the good work as well. I'll, I'll have to check out your YouTube, man. I appreciate that. Sean, very gracious of you. What's a good squonker? Is it mail call yet? No, it's not mail call yet. We'll do, we'll do, we'll do mail next. People seem really pumped on the mails. We'll do mail next. Um, what's a good squonker? I'm going to go uh, like top side, top side light, top side SQ. Those are kind of the my gold standard for squonkers. The problem is I don't squonk. I don't really squonk anymore. I didn't really like squonking when squonking was a thing. I begrudgingly squonked because there were so many squonk mods coming out. But IMO, uh, I would just rather drip. I hate the idea. Uh, if, if I have a dripper, if I have a dripper and a bottle of juice, I can just self-administer some liquid and I can just drip some juice right there. That's it. It's all it takes. I set my bottle down and I can vape it. That's essentially what you're cutting out when you go to a squonker. Now, if this were a squonker and I was running low on juice or I wanted to change flavors, well, you have to rewick your atomizer, obviously. You have to do some sort of fiddly motion to get your squonk bottle out of there. You have to rinse out another bottle, another squonk bottle, and it's just it's too many steps. 
It's too many steps for me. I feel like it's way too much trouble to go through when I've been dripping for years and I've never been upset that I have to like do this ever, ever, <laughs> ever. I'm just a dripper guy, but I do stand by the top sides, the top side SQ. In fact, the top side light is probably one of the, one of my favorite squonkers, probably one of my favorite squonkers. Eifer, last one from Eifer. Also, my friend and I are starting a wrestling podcast. I'll keep you posted. Yes, keep me posted on a wrestling podcast. Absolutely start, keep me posted on a wrestling podcast. I'm gonna have to like download the WWE Network now and, and get all caught up on, uh, on, pod, on, on wrestling before I can listen to a wrestling podcast. But uh, since we're about, uh, oh shit, 45 minutes into this vlog, um, Let's see, I was gonna do news real quick, but I don't wanna real quick through news. So let's do, uh, no, you know what? I wanna do news. I, I've got it fresh in my head. I, I would like to do some news and advocacy. So let's spend some time real quick before we get to opening mail and having fun stuff. Let's get to the important stuff. Let's do some news and advocacy. News and advocacy, yeah. So first things first. We're still trying to save a man's life. Ray Yates. I'm going to post a link to his GoFundMe in the chat literally right now. I'm going to post a link to his GoFundMe in the description of this video. Michelle Mitten made an excellent point last week. She left a comment on my Tuesday Bro Tuesday this week and said, if everybody that watched this video just donated $1, he would be over his limit, over his limit. If anybody watching this video or you're watching the replay, if we all donated one single dollar, one dollar, we could literally save a man's life. We could literally save a fellow vapor's life. We could literally save a fellow vape advocate's life. So if you can find a dollar to share, definitely send it towards Ray Yates. If we could, if we all spent five bucks, I can spare five bucks. If we could all spare $5, we could get this guy oxygen and he could stay alive because apparently the Nova Scotia government, uh, I can't, it's, you know, they want him dead or something. I guess they just want him dead. And that's a very, very sad thing. So Ray Yates, Ray Yates. Ray Yates, hashtag save Ray Yates. Now, I got another thing here from uh, Vapor Technology Association, breaking news. Um, I'm gonna put this link in the description and this is really for shops and vendors. Um, they are doing a survey. They're doing a, a Vapor Technology Association business survey. The Vapor Technology Association is not a consumer organization. It is a industry organization. So if you run a business, if you run a shop, if you're a mod maker and you sell mods and you're on the market and you're that type of person, I'm going to post a link to where you can go provide them with some information to further help their cause and help their mission. I also have another thing here from the VTA. This is a call to action in Colorado. Hang on, where did it go? Uh, uh, this one? Nope. That's a call to action in New York. Oh man. They had a call to action for, uh, for Colorado. So Colorado 
Colorado's going to ban flavors. I mean, they're trying to ban flavors. Um, there's no official call to action for Colorado. There's not an official call to action for Colorado. What the Vapor Technology Association is recommending is that you just simply call legislators and call the governors. There are power in numbers. That's why at the very beginning of this vlog, it says, don't panic, organize. We can get organized. We can call the governor of Colorado, tell him our stories, ask him to reverse this flavor ban in Colorado. Same thing's happening in Florida. Same thing's happening in Montana right now. In fact, Matt Cully posted a, uh, where's, where's Matt's tweet? I thought I had Matt's tweet here, yeah. Same thing's happening in uh, in Montana right now. Uh, th this is him tweeting at the Department of Health and Human Services in Montana. Permanent flavor e-cig ban is horrible on many levels. Here's a thread. One, every vape shop will close. Over 90% of adults use non-tobacco flavors and none of the shops can take this hit. Vapors will find other ways to get what they like. There's not, as far as I can tell, an official call to action for Montana either. There's just not. I guess if you want some information on this, Matt has been posting some information on Twitter. In fact, I'm gonna post a link in the description and the chat right now to this particular thread. I mean, he goes on for a few tweets talking about what can happen in the state of Montana if they pass this flavor ban. And the shadiest thing about what's happening in Montana is that they, they wanna do this without the legislature. They wanna do this without any feedback. This is. This is a huge government overreach of just, nope, we're just gonna ban flavors. Gregory Connolly tweeted about this as well. He's got the full bill up there on Twitter. I'm gonna post that in the chat right there. I'm gonna post it in the description as well. But he says, extremists at the department, at the Montana Department of Public Health are again attempting to institute a vaping flavor ban without involving the Montana legislature. Time for the state's elected officials to either push back or just resign and let unelected bureaucrats do their job. Yeah, that's what's happening. That's what's happening in Montana. States are falling every single day with flavor bans. So we're here to do a little bit of flavor defending as well as take a little trip down, uh, a little trip down vaping, uh, <laughs> vaping history. Vaping history, and this all kind of stems from uh, this all kind of stems from Paul Blair, which uh, a lot of us started following Paul Blair during the uh, you know Ivali during the rally. Paul Blair spoke at the UVA rally in Washington D.C. Cheers! I just need to wet my whistle here, and so I'm going to read his thread, and this is the tweet that started it all. He says, "In honor of World Vape Day." This weekend, let's take a trip down memory lane to discuss how vaping has evolved as a public policy issue and how it has become a significant political issue. I never smoked and I don't vape, but it's interesting nonetheless. A thread. So we're going to go through this Paul Blair thread and we're going to take a little trip down memory lane, the history of vaping in the United States and how it became such a politicized issue. It's not that many tweets. So yeah, before we get to that, let me recap. Colorado flavor ban, on the books, call the governor, call your elected officials. They're, they're very easy to find. They're very, very easy to find. There's not an official call to action, like there's not an official call to action from CASA or anything like that on these. Montana, same thing. 
Montana wants to do it without the legislature. I don't know. We're going to have to push back really, really hard in Montana if we want to get that flavor ban overturned. Florida, as far as I know, the flavor ban hasn't gone into effect in Florida. It's still sitting on Governor Ron DeSanto's desk. So we need to call that governor and ask him to please, please veto this. Tell your story. That's the most powerful thing that we have. Tell your story. Tell how flavors have helped you. I mean, there is lots of evidence that flavors aid in this process of quitting smoking through vaping. We're going to talk about that in just one second. But the first thing, now we're going to get back to Paul Blair. Cool? Am I just talking like crazy? I feel like I'm talking way too fast. <sighs> I feel like I'm talking way too fast. Let me just let me just have some beer here. Hmm. All right. There we go. Maybe there, I feel like there might be caffeine in this beer or something, or I'm just really, really pumped, or I feel like I'm constantly, <laughs> constantly running out of time and I just need to like, <laughs> done. Okay, thanks so much for watching, guys. Peace out. Be excellent to each other. Bye. <sighs> okay. How did nicotine vaping begin? Well, Kasa Media has a very handy timeline that makes my storytelling much easier, so check out their timeline. Important to note that the first e-cigarettes came to the U.S. around 2006, 2007, and it first slowly took off. I'll be linking in the description to not just Paul Blair's thread on Twitter, but also to the Kasa timeline, historical timeline of electronic cigarettes. Paul Blair. The slow rise between 2006 and 2010 of vaping predates my involvement or awareness of exactly what an e-cigarette was and who was using them. Most importantly to know is that this was a hobbyist consumer product with people everywhere making their own products and flavors. Yeah, Paul Blair spot on. All those early years, 100% consumer driven, 300% consumer driven. We were modding flashlights into battery holders. We were making our own atomizers. We were making our own liquid. We saw the technology and we said, that's not good enough. It needs to be better. So the consumers innovated it forward. On, on ECF, there were modder forums. On ECF, there were DIY liquid forums. It was all consumer, consumer driven. As e-cigarettes took off, the FDA responded, first attempting to ban the products for failing to get approved as drug delivery devices. They lost a federal court battle at the same time Congress gave the FDA ability to regulate tobacco for the first time ever. We were almost, vaping was almost a pharmaceutical product. And if that were the case, none of us would be here today. Grim Green wouldn't be here today. Nothing would be here today. We wouldn't have Blotto Minis. We wouldn't have Geek Vape Aegis Maxes on the market. It would have been stopped dead in its tracks. Thankfully, Judge Leon ruled, or, or not thankfully, depending on how you look at it, Judge Leon ruled that no, these are not drug delivery devices. These are tobacco products. And then Congress gave FDA the ability to regulate tobacco products for the first time ever. Federal tobacco regulation at the time, 2009, did not explicitly include nicotine, electronic cigarettes, or vapor products. The expansion of the FDA regula regulatory authority to regulate the vaping industry would not come until 2016. Meanwhile, at the state level, between 2010 and 2016, the definition of tobacco products was expanded by lawmakers left and right largely with fights around taxes and public place bans. E-cigarettes were not subject to excise taxes 
or smoking bans before 2010. And even after 2010, it, it took time. It took a really long time to to get public use bans and taxes, you know, kind of starting. And, and we all fought back against them every step of the way. I, I know that we're going to get taxed, but it's, it's unconscionable to put a sin tax on a harm reduction product, thereby making the actual product that causes harm, causes harm, causes harm, tobacco cigarettes still widely and freely available widely and freely available and as we've seen in California and as we're about to see in Colorado and as we've seen in Massachusetts and as we've seen in Vermont, less expensive than vaping. Crazy. Paul Blair. The adult consumers who use these products were former smokers who knew that they were beginning to feel better and healthier than when they smoked. So they viewed efforts to tax, ban, and regulate vaping products like smoking as an attack against their personal life-saving decisions. Paul Blair. As states either tried to tax vaping like smoking, as states either tried to tax vaping like smoking, that's not worded right, Paul Blair. As states either tried to tax vaping like smoking, they applied excise taxes generally applied to other tobacco products or went about creating new taxes based on the amount of often flavored nicotine contained in the products. Paul Blair. The top vaping policy issues at the state level began to mobilize vape shops and consumers across the country between 2010 and 2016, where product bans, sin taxes, public place vaping bans, and even some licensing fights that restricted where the products could be sold. Paul Blair. In a piece I wrote in 2014 about why I was showing up at vaping trade shows across the country, I explained that I was there to warn these mom and pop business store owners about looming state and federal regulations that stand to put them out of business. Paul Blair. It would be another two years before the Obama administration finalized a federal regulatory rule, the deeming rule, the deeming rule that presented the biggest threat to upstart industry short of declared prohibition. That rule remains in flux to this day and has still not yet gone into effect. Still not yet gone into effect. Uh, shit, I lost my place. Wow, I completely lost my place. Realizing that some politicians refused to acknowledge the importance of vaping as a smoking cessation tool for smokers, some vapors got political for the first time in their lives. This was the first casualty of vaping. And then he links to the first death from vaping that wasn't even due to, to nicotine in any capacity. He says 2016 was a big year for vaping because it represented a time when the rising threat of state tobacco taxes confronted the federal government's attempt to fit a round peg into a square hole with a new definition of a tobacco product. The number of adults using these products was on the rise as well, quickly approaching 9 million in 2015. This was astonishing given the fact that nicotine vaping didn't even exist a decade prior. The most important thing to understand about the state of vaping tax and ban threats and the realization that this fight had gone federal in 2016 is that the adult consumers who use these products had been gearing up for a national fight for years. They had been in the trenches. 
Across the country, adult vapers had been taking on Republicans and Democrats to defeat tax hikes and product bans. For vape shops and consumers, vaping had become a daily part of not only livelihoods, but lifestyles and life itself. It was, I think it still is, a vote-moving issue. Anecdotally, I had seen politization, politization, politicization, Paul Blair, stop using big words that are hard for me to say, bro. Anecdotally, I had seen politicization at trade shows all over the country, having spent countless weekends with Greg Connolly, Alex Clark, Julie Woosner, and somebody else. The consumers and businesses were politically diverse, but unified in their beliefs about the importance of vaping. The science also became clear as the years progressed. The Royal College of Physicians and Public Health England conclusively determined that the American public health industry refused to. The vaping was significantly less harmful than smoking. Continue, continue to refuse to acknowledge that. They continue to refuse to acknowledge that. Not only were vapors becoming more familiar with the prohibitionist lawmaker agenda that refused to acknowledge that there were two, that there were two, that there were two then more options. That's a typo, Paul Blair. Ah, ha, 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 Paul Blair has a typo. That there were more than two options when it comes to smoking, smoke or quit. They began having to fight fake science activism as well. And noted anti-tobacco activists like Professor Glantz, funded by taxpayers, were aided by a national public health industrial complex of state and local health departments all over the country who were simply lying to the public and lawmakers about vaping's risk profile. This goes on for like seven more tweets, which I'm not going to go completely through, but I just want to say at the very end, he says, I'll end my brief thoughts on this issue now and continue tomorrow on why America has an obligation to embrace tobacco harm reduction and fight back against people like Mike Bloomberg and the World Health Organization. The technology of vaping can save millions of lives if government gets out of the way. Paul Blair, everybody. Americans for tax reform. Uh, if you want to follow him on Twitter, I, I would do it. I follow him on Twitter. Paul Blair is one of those guys that uh, I love. I don't necessarily agree with you know everything he says, but that's the marketplace of ideas. You need to follow people outside of your echo chamber. You need to hear more sides of the story than what you're being told. That's why I follow people like Paul Blair. That's why I follow people like Floss Obama. That's why I follow people on the left. That's why I follow people on the right. I like my views being challenged. I like thinking about things in maybe a different way than I hadn't thought about before. So there you go, that's, that's Paul Blair. This isn't going to be all bad news. Uh, in Hong Kong, moving forward real quickly, uh, in Hong Kong, look at this. Yeah, Hong Kong had a vaping ban, and uh, they don't have a vaping ban anymore. And uh, I don't have the article for this anymore. And uh, shit, maybe that's the tab I closed that I thought was the other tab. Well, that, that's all you get. <laughs> Hong Kong doesn't have a vaping ban anymore. <laughs> there's this brief little statement that just says uh, the, the, the advocacy groups, there's a Hong Kong vape advocacy group and they struck down the flavor ban. They struck down the vape ban in Hong Kong uh, under the guise of, look, this is tobacco harm reduction. I can't believe I deleted that article. Can't believe I deleted that article. Son of a gun. 
Oh my gosh. I can't believe I did that. So we're going to end this news and advocacy segment. We've covered a lot already. I just keep talking and talking and talking because we got a lot to get through here. But I want to mention flavors. Now, flavors are critical, critical to the operation, critical to vaping, critical to successfully switching. Lots of people can switch with a tobacco flavor. I'm one of the people that if this tobacco flavor, sorry, that was, uh, that was gross. I apologize. That was, uh, vape. Okay. I'm not going to play it again. That was gross. And I apologize. I'm one of these people that if this tobacco flavor was the only tobacco flavor available ever on the market, I could switch with it. I could probably switch with it and quit with it and be happy for a while. Maybe if I was a smoker, I would use it. I'd get bored of it. I'd go back to smoking. But me, after vaping for 10 years, I could theoretically be satisfied for a tobacco flavor. What you don't want to do is limit the appeal of the the biggest quit, the most successful quit smoking aid literally in the history of time. What you don't want to do is limit the appeal of that. So I'm going to read this uh a little bit of this real quickly from uh, realclearpublicaffairs.com. I'll post a link to it in the description. I'll post a link to it in the chat as well. Big headline on it says, Associations of Flavored E-Cigarette Uptake with Subsequent Smoking Initiation and Cessation. I know, it sounds like a lot. Bottom line, this study examines whether there is an association between smoking cessation and flavored e-cigarettes, right? It concludes that flavors are indeed associated with increased smoking cessation, yet not with increased youth smoking initiation. These findings suggest that states are wrong to ban flavored e-cigarette groups. Flavored e-cigarettes. Why did I say groups? I'm bad at the news, okay? I'm just bad at the news. Don't let me read the news. I'm bad at it. Advocacy groups have voiced widespread concern that e-cigarette flavors lead to youth initiation of vaping. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration announced that it will enforce sales restrictions on e-cigarette cartridges with flavors other than tobacco or menthol unless the product has obtained Food and Drug Administration pre-market authorization. What does that say? Anybody? Can anybody read that for me? I can't read it. It's too small. Yet... <laughs> Just kidding. Yet a growing body of research concludes that flavors are vital in helping people quit smoking. For instance, one analysis of individuals aged 18 to 64 years who currently smoke or recently quit smoking concluded that a federal ban on e-cigarette flavors would increase smoking. Qualitative evidence also finds that young adults who, who smoke perceive flavors as helpful in cutting down conventional cigarette use. Understanding how flavored e-cigarettes, understanding how flavored e-cigarette use is related to smoking initiation and cessation is critical to guiding policy. That's the problem that we're missing, I think, in the United States right now is we're, everybody's painting with a really, really broad brush. Just... The broadest brush you can find, broad like this wide, that wide of a brush, and we're just painting with it. And everybody in the United States, and I've gone on this rant before, they're used to simple little answers. Good, bad, you know, good, bad, yes, no, 
good, bad, healthy, unhealthy. No one's willing to do a deep dive. No one's willing to understand nuances of any arguments, whether that's, that's political, whether that's social, or whether that has to do with vaping. There's nuance to this. They need to be legislating with a scalpel instead of legislating with a sledgehammer. Flavors are going to be the hardest thing to defend. The, the hardest thing to defend. It seems like it shouldn't be, especially when I click over here to Reason Magazine. CDC survey shows flavors aren't driving youth vaping. This is something we've absolutely, absolutely known. Over 75% of youth vapors apparently don't care much about flavors, according to the most recent survey conducted by the CDC. Among middle and high school students who ever tried using e-cigarettes, the most common reason given, everybody answered together, what was it? Curiosity. Curiosity. The role flavors play in helping adults quit smoking has been verified by some of the world's most prestigious medical journals. A study in the BMJ, formerly the British Medical Journal, concluded that if flavors were removed from the e-cigarette market, barring no changes to cigarette availability, which there would be no changes to cigarette availability. They don't, they don't limit the sale of cigarettes. They don't uh, ban the sale of cigarettes. They're trying to ban menthol, but now the FDA is getting sued, and I love that. They're trying. Cigarettes will still be freely and widely available in every convenience store and grocery store across the country. Every convenience store, gas station, whatever, across the country. Across the country. So... Barring no changes to cigarette availability, there would be about an 11% decrease in vaping, but an 8.3% increase in smoking among adults. This is because e-cigarettes happen to be twice as effective at helping adults quit cigarettes as current FDA-approved smoking cessation products, according to a randomized control trial published by the New England Freakin' Journal of Medicine. We know flavors help. I've talked to vapers that can't stick with vaping because they haven't found that right flavor yet. They haven't found the flavor that can get them to switch. And the same thing happened to me. The same exact thing happened to me. And it's easy for me to say now that, yeah, this tobacco, this, this smooth tobacco, love it. I love it. Now, I certainly would, have, would not have loved it when I was a cigarette smoker because I didn't want something that tasted like a cigarette. I tried clove liquid. I tried apple liquid. I tried some other liquids. It wasn't until I got root beer liquid that I stuck with it for longer than a few hours at a time. When I first got root beer e-liquid, I was able to go like 48 hours without a cigarette. And when you're a cigarette smoker and you go 48 hours without a cigarette, that's just victory. You know, you, fe you just feel incredible. You feel like you just accomplished something. You feel like the king of the world, you know, not in like a Leonardo DiCaprio kind of way. You feel like the king of the world. Flavors matter. Flavors are going to be something that we're just going to have to continue, continue to defend. There is loads, mountains of evidence in favor of vaping. There is substantial amounts of evidence on the importance of flavors. And when you ban flavors, cigarette smoking just goes back up. And that can only lead me to the conclusion that states like California, Illinois, Montana, Colorado, Vermont, Massachusetts, Florida, Washington State, they want to ban flavors. So that just 
says to me that they just want people smoking. I mean, I can't see it any other way. Am I beating a dead horse into the ground? I can't see it any other way. We have evidence that shows that if you ban flavors, cigarette smoking goes back up. These states want to ban flavors. So ipso facto, I don't even know if I'm using that term right. I've just always wanted to say it. Ipso facto, they want people smoking cigarettes again. They, do they? I mean, they want people smoking cigarettes again. That's crazy. We live in a country where, where, where the politicians and the health the health organizations are literally falling on their swords for smoking, like just bending over backwards to cater to big tobacco, bending over backwards to cater to cigarette sales. If you think this isn't about money, you're a foolish person because it's absolutely about money. It has nothing to do with public health. It's never had anything to do with public health. If it had something to do with public health, they'd be following the science on vaping instead of enacting these backdoor flavor bans, bypassing the legislature, you know, bypassing public comment periods, bypassing any voting. Governor Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan just was like, ban, just flavor ban. Illegal now because, because of the Ivali lung injuries that had nothing to do with legal regulated nicotine vaping products. How does she still have a job? How does Cuomo still have a job? How does Governor Charlie Baker in Nazi Chusets still have a job after that? The governors that used Ivali as an excuse to ban vaping need to be held accountable. We chant this all the time. We vape, we vote. We got to vote now. We got to vote. Vote your hopes. Vote Charlie Baker out of office. So that's where I'm going to leave that. I'll put links to literally everything I talked about. I know it was just a, a blur of things right there, but I'm going to put a link to everything that I talk about down in the description of this video. Uh, so click them, click them, read them, read from the Reason Foundation, uh, you know, read this CASA history of vaping. We can read this, this study from uh, Real Clear Public Affairs. We got some tweets to read. There's just a lot going on and all the links will be down below. Did I miss anything? Nope, I got Matt's tweet. I got Paul's tweet. Oh, here's the Colorado call to action. Damn it. Here's the Colorado call to action. I found it. This is from Tony Abood. Tony Abood. Tony Abood. I just like that name. Tony Abood. Are you Tony Abood? Act now. Immediate call action needed in Colorado to fight destructive sales tax increase. This week, the Colorado, Colorado legislator is set to vote on a measure which includes a significant tax increase on vapor products. As Coloradoans reel with the impacts of the current pandemic, lawmakers are trying to sneak this backdoor tax while allowing for little or no debate or input from the vapor industry. We need your help to ensure that this tax does not pass the legislature. Below, please find an email template and we urge you to send to your state representatives listed here. There you go. You can, you, all you do is go to find my legislator. Just Google find my legislator and you put in your state and it'll tell you everything you need to know. Call, email, take to social media, take your state, legis talk to your legislators today, say no to a tax increase on vapor products. Be sure to follow VTA and Twitter on Facebook for more up-to-date information on this legislation. Thank you for working to fight to save vapor sincerely. <gasps> Tony Abood. And uh, they did attach a letter. I don't have a picture of it. Um, 
It's just a very like cookie cutter letter. I am writing as a voter, taxpayer, and constituent urging you to oppose this tax on vapor products. Studies show that taxing vapor products pushes adults back to traditional cigarettes, which is the last thing we should be doing in the midst of a global pandemic. A survey by the NIH published February 2020 showed that every 10% increase in e-cigarette prices due to taxes, sales were reduced by 26%. More importantly, this increased the use of traditional cigarettes by 11%. Yeah, so there's the call to action from the VTA. I will try to track down a little bit better, uh, more serviceable of a link there for everybody in uh, for everybody in Colorado. But uh, yeah, let's uh, let's switch gears a little bit. We got some time left. We got about 45 solid minutes left. We got about 45 solid minutes left. I would like to do some super chats. It's not what I intended to do, but let's do some super chats before we get to some mail. Uh, where did we leave off anywhere? Uh, what's a good squonker? Also my friend wrestling podcast. That's right. Raging vapor. Yo, yo, Grim. I uh, hope you and Casey are well. Uh, when you get to the mail, if there's one from Jason T from Arizona, that's me. Hope you enjoy it. Also don't listen to me. I'm making Casey coils for her hexome. <gasps> Good. I mean, thank you, Raging Vapor. I really appreciate that. I think I may have seen one from you, Jason T. That might be the one that I was confused about. Joshua, very gracious of you. Celebrating one year without cigarettes. Joshua, cheers. Here's to you. Let's have let's all have a vape together right now. Vape break. The Luxotic is unregulated. I have it at a point two now. There you go. Alex, that's what you need. That's all you need. I appreciate that. Yeah, I would go with a point two. On the on recoil original recipe with the flavor cap, point two. If you're using the cloud cap, you can drop that down. I mean, what the Luxotic is only a single 18650, if I remember correctly. So be sure to stay within the amperage limits of your battery. Be sure to stay within the amperage limits of your battery, but usually with a with like a good Sony VTC5 or like a Samsung 25R in there. I don't know what the hot, you know, the hip. Maybe if you have a moly cell, you know, if you got those tan moly cell batteries, you could probably get down to like 0.13, 0.12, something like that. I believe that the Luxotic is that the Squonker? Is that the Jabo Squonker? Yeah, go a little bit lower, but with the cloud cap, keep it at a 0.2. That would be my guess. Uh, uh, Kevin Chocolate, very gracious of you. Uh, there is more money in death than in health. Look, Kevin Chocolate, you're you're hitting it right on the head. Do you know how much st- you can, this is all verifiable, Googleable information that I don't have right now. Look and see how much this is on actually on the Campaign for Tobacco Free Kids website. If you can bring yourself to go to the Campaign for Tobacco Free Kids website, they have actual MSA payments to states. The actual MSA payments. You would be shocked to see how much money these states get from the MSA. And that's the thing. The MSA started off as a very, very good thing with the best intentions in mind. But once starts states start getting this money from the master settlement agreement, if a state is getting money from a master from the big tobacco based on tobacco sales in the state. And they're supposed to spend that money on stop, you know, quit smoking prevention, stuff like this. Where's their motivation to actually do that? Where's their motivation to actually cut down smoking in their state? Because then this money starts going away. 
Look and see how much money New York State makes, let's say in 2015 on tobacco taxes. Vaping is heavily intrusive on that money and they want that money back. They, they have no incentive to, to stop smoking in their state because healthcare is privatized, so that's not a burden on the state. They just get money based off of cigarette sales. They have no incentive to keep people off of cigarettes, no incentive at all. In fact, one could make the argument that they have an incentive to keep people smoking and to get more people smoking in order to cha-ching like Governor Cuomo just pulling a big slot machine handle in Las Vegas, cha-ching cash in on all of these smokers. Plus, when all these smokers start getting emphysema, COPD, heart disease, who gets to cash in then? That's right, big pharmaceuticals, right? Big pharmaceuticals sell, uh, you know, unaffective, ineffective, yeah, ineffective NRTs that have, a, you know, a, what, a 9% success rate? You have a better chance of quitting smoking cold turkey. You have exactly the same amount of chance of quitting cold turkey as you do using an NRT. Ineffective products. Nobody has any motivation to get people to quit smoking. Otherwise, they would have done this years ago years ago, and now when a product appears on the market where people accidentally quit smoking, they wanna ban it? I mean, come on, how is that not transparent to the world right now? Thomas Crow, the gentleman at the beginning of the vlog, his vape shop is Rockin' Vapes. Rockin' Vapes. Let's find this. Rockin' Vape, yes. Rockin' Vape. All right, uh, I can't put, uh, I'll put a link to it in the chat. What's YouTube gonna do? Uh, I'm, I, I'm gonna put a link in the chat. I can't put a link in the description because it's to a vape store, but it's rocknvape.com, like wicknvape or in, n, out, just an N, not and, it's an N, rocknvape. Thank you for that, Thomas Crow. I appreciate you, man, thank you. British Eyes, uh, I got a four pack of green plastic watering can Damn it. You sending me two? Is that what you're telling me? You said, are you telling me right now that you're gonna send me two of those beers? Bro, that is so gracious of you. Thank you for British eyes only. Wow, thank you so much. You know what? Let's move on. Um, let's move on to this. Oh, that's right. It's time to open a whole mess of mail. I know uh, this necessarily isn't all vape mail, but it is all mail. Maybe I need to change the bumper. Oh yeah, I kind of half opened this one already. Because what's inside here? Finally, it is here. The Robo 2020. Please uh, refer to our website for Mike's how-to video. The electronics are in production. It's being, it's going to start shipping uh, by the end of July. Robo2020.com. Does anybody remember? Here it is. Robo2020. This is the coil head cleaner. This is like the production model. I had a prototype. Yeah, there it is. Look at you, Robo2020. So um, I, I have a vlog somewhere. Maybe I'll do another video for the Robo2020. It's a coil head cleaner. It cleans coil heads 
using heat and uh, it, it works. It works really, really well. It even dries them. You flop this upside down. You flop this part upside down and it can clean, it'll dry your coil head off. It's kind of an incredible little thing. I used it on the nastiest coil head that I could possibly find and it cleaned it to a point where I thought this coil head was, I, like this was a coil head I would have just thrown away otherwise. Just would have completely thrown away otherwise. But this Robo 2020, it kept this coil head alive for at least another week. And look, right now when supplies are limited and you know people are taking pay cuts and getting furloughed and things like this, when the, the government's giving us you know, 1,200 bucks, oh, I should be fine for three months, $1,200, yeah, that's fine. You wanna get the longest life you can out of your coil heads and uh, truly, so yeah, so spend some more money on this. This will give you longer life in your coil heads. No affiliation, no money has exchanged hands. I was just fascinated by the idea of a coil head cleaner. So they offered to send me their one of their prototypes. I used it, now we got the production model. Robo 2020, look at that. Looks like a little droid. All right, that was maybe not a great droid impression and I understand that. Robo 2020, this is from Jason. Is this, do I know a Jason? Do we know a Jason? Oh, these sounds like coils. Sounds like this could be coils in here. That's a Guar song. To Nick Grim Green. I'm typing out this message because my handwriting is absolute trash, but I wanted to send you these coils. Yes. The parameters are three core, 26 gauge, wrapped in 36 gauge, five wraps, three millimeter inner diameter, and should ohm out to 0.09 to 0.11. Please give a set to Casey for me. Sorry, I don't have labels yet. That's fine. Uh, I love the show. I love what you do for the community. I love the family that you have brought together through your influence. Thank you so much. Now, look, that's my pleasure. I love, I love bringing people together. I am all about the human connection. I love bringing like-minded people together. So that's all my pleasure. Um, now, I'm a bit terrified for you to try the strawberry cheesecake after watching the vlog when you had a strawberry cheesecake from Indonesia. I hope that the liquids are satisfying. Everything is mixed at three milligram, but for YouTube, it's a zero milligram. That's right. Zero milligram, YouTube. You, you Team YouTube, if you're watching, Zero milligram, and you can't prove otherwise. Yo, yo, to you, brother. Stay safe, stay cloudy, and no matter what any crooked politician tells you, hell yeah, let's keep on vaping. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, Jason. I appreciate that. I'm going to save your note as well. And I got some coils, unlabeled coils. See, I'm going to have to... Uh, can I put a J on these or something? Do I have a Sharpie? Here, I'm going to put a J for Jason on these coils just because I don't want to forget, even though in the future I'll probably get these coils out in like a month or two, and I'll just say, J? Who's J? Who, what the hell? Good job, Grim Green. Forgot to label these. Thanks, J. All right, and we got some strawberry cheesecake. DIY e-liquid. Strawberry cheesecake and apple pie. Zero milligram. Zero. <laughs> Zero milligram, awesome. I just got some DIY uh, liquid as well from Moharno. So I'm gonna have to try the, all of these out. I'll try your liquid on your coils. Huh, what do you think about that? Huh, huh? <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
No, is this this is the one I was confused about because it doesn't have no. This is what says Mr. Shawnee, Susan, Susan. This came from Susan, Susan, uh, Barbara Grim Green. Saturday is Father's Day. If you get this, shout out Papa Grim and Brinny, Briny. Oh, Briny. We can't, you, Barbara. Brian is going to kill me if I shout him out as Briny. He, he, will, he will probably just disavow himself as my brother if I call him Briny. I, can, I can't do that to him. I cannot do that to him. Cut towards your body. What the hell? Is this a record? Did somebody send me a record? Susan? Susan, did, did someone... Did Susan, are you here? Did you send me a record? Did you send me multiple records, Susan? Yes, you did. What did you send me? <gasps> oh, shut up, Susan. Shut up. Are you kidding me right now? Iron Maiden's number of the beast? Oh my God, Susan. I love this. This is the remastered uh, Number of the Beast. I love this. Look at Iron Maiden on the back. Look at that. Look at that young Bruce Dickinson. Number of the freaking beast. Uh, I love this. It's not just Number of the Beast. This is uh, this is Mother Truckin' Deep Purple, you guys. Deep purple, the battle rages on. I love this. I love Susan. Susan. Who? Susan. Mr. Shaw. Mr. Sean. Mr. Shawnee. Oh, Susan. Oh, Sean. That's you in the chat, Sean. The, the tag says Susan. Susan. <laughs> Mr. Sean. Sean, bro fucking thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you i don't even know thank you holy crap thank you number of the beast this has this we're not this isn't the getting to know grim green but this has every like every song is a banger on here uh the prisoner are you kidding me run to the hills I love Run to the Hills is like the metal anthem of metal anthems. Okay, Susan is your wife. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Susan. I, I love I love these. I love the crap out of these. This is a great gift. You're so nice. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm really moved by this. You didn't have to but I really appreciate it. I don't have Iron Maiden Number of the Beast on vinyl, and this is one of those records that every time I go to a record store, I consider buying Iron Maiden Number of the Beast, and for some reason, I just don't. And I'm glad that somebody fucking finally pulled the trigger for me because now I have Number of the Fucking Beast. It's got Satan on the front. How do you not love this? How do you not love that? Six. Six, six, the number of the beast. Bruce Dickinson, I am not. Cheers. That's for you, Sean and Susan. Holy crap, I love that. 
Oh, maybe I don't have as much mail as I thought I did. That's okay. Uh, Vapelians, yours is uh, nowhere. I got no Vapelians. Next week, maybe? Next week, Vapelians. That could be a thing. This is, uh, this is from Jake. This is from Jake Scrapwood. Jake Scrapwood, you're a good man, and you don't need to send me things, but I appreciate it. All right, I've ex explicit instructions. Too bright, read first. Sean, thank you. You're my new favorite, I mean, Sean, thank you. I owe you something. I need to, don't, thank you. That was very, very kind of you. All right, what do you have to say here, uh, Jake Scrapwood? I hope this letter and care, re care package reaches you and yours in good health. Included in the care package, long-term storage container for the alcohol of your choice. Choose wisely. What? 60 mil of three milligram vicious e-liquid to use in an atomizer for Empire preferred, Empire preferred method of nicotine delivery. Um, one... One of one Empire approved prototype atomizer power delivery system, 18650 power cells not included, but are readily available at your current post. Made from a stabilized tree knot found in Alderaan and a newly formulated polymer plastic. May the Empire shine as bright as your power delivery system glows in the dark. UV reactive pigment in the Empire crest. Please accept this care package as a thank you for the remote posting and your continued efforts for the empire. Yes. I mean, yes, for the empire. We do everything for the empire. Jake, this is the nerdiest, greatest thing I've ever... That's the nerdiest, greatest letter I've ever gotten in my life. <gasps> what? What? Are you kidding me right now? This is a this is a bottle. Okay, this is this has to get opened right now, Jake. I have no choice but to open this right. Oh, holy shit! Okay, you guys are, may not be able to see this, but this is a uh, a liquor bottle or anything bottle really that is a stormtrooper head. I love the crap out of this, Jake. I love the crap out of this. Jake Scrapwood, thank you. Oh my God. I don't even, what do I put in there? Rum. What is it? What do we drink? What does the Empire drink? Rum? I feel like the Empire would, uh, shit. I love this, dude. I love this. It's 750 mils. Maybe I should just, uh, maybe I should just get Dwayne to fill this up with some Omboy OC mango. Like a, a giant glass Omboyosi mango. And I'll just put like, I'll get like a little dripper cap and put it in there so I can drip with it. Jake Scrapwood, I already love this more than I've loved a lot of things in my life. This is incredible. Thank you. Thank you so much. You guys are too kind. Too kind. Too gracious. Too gracious. What is this? What do we got here? This is a mod. I know this is a mod. Scrapwood original. Scrapwood original. That's Jake Scrapwood original right there. And it's in a, and it's in a little... Look at that! 
Holy crap, and it's got the Imperial symbol on there and everything. How do I open this? All right. Oh, shut up. Holy crap. This is a regulated, wait until you guys see this. This is unbelievable. Okay, so that's the Imperial symbol. It glows in the dark as per, as per Jake's instructions. What? Clicky button, up, down buttons. It's clearly regulated. Holy crap. Okay, wait. And wait, this is a bottle of liquid. Let's do the, uh, oh no, we got something for the very random liquid tasting. Scrapwood Original Vanilla Bourbon Honey Tobacco. Jake, how well do you know me? Like, how well do you know me? You know me. The answer is perfect. <laughs> the answer is fucking perfectly, dude. This is amazing. This mod, I, I, I love this. I love this. I love this. I can't even explain to you how much I love this and how sick this looks. I hope that's showing up on camera. I hope you guys can see like seriously how legitimately fucking cool this mod is. It's blue swirly stab wood with the imperial symbol on it. Scrap wood. Scrap wood. Let me pimp your company again here. Scrap wood original. Handmade in... Handmade in DE with NE by Jake Scrapwood. Included one of one dual 18650 DNA 250C. This is a dual 18650 DNA 250C. All right. Where's batteries? I'm putting my RDA on here, my RTA on here. I'm putting something on here right now. I don't even mind that you used the annoying covers. Let's see. That's... Uh, this is a negative positive like that. What's Jake? What's the what's the battery configuration on here? I see uh, red at the bottom of one and green at, or black at the bottom of one. Does it say in here how I should put the batteries on? Am I missing something? Okay, no, there's nothing else in here. All right, well I'm gonna do it this way, I guess. Should I, did they go in? Did they go in parallel, Jake Scrapwood? I saw you here. Let's just test it out. It's a DNA 250C on the inside, so it's not gonna, you know, let me do anything terribly dangerous. Holy crap, this is awesome. And... No, I guess I put one of them in wrong. I guess I put one of them in wrong. Red is positive, black is negative. Okay, so that means it needs to go like that. Hey, no, it's not working. <laughs> I can't, it's, it's not working. It's definitely not working. It's okay here. Maybe I have it backwards so that this needs to go like that. That needs to go like that. This is the only other battery configuration that works. I'm so bummed that I don't see Jake Scrapwood here. Jake Scrapwood, there you are. Black negative, red positive. Okay, what does that mean? So that means I put the negative against the black and the positive against the red, right? That's the way that I'm understanding it. Maybe I had these on wrong. Oh yeah, I definitely did. Yep. I, I, I will get this working. I will get this working. 
I'm going to put that. Uh, where's the bumpy side? I'm going to put the bumpy side here. And like I said, Jake, I don't even mind that you use the most annoying battery method possible. Yeah. Oh, it's got a custom screen on it, dude. What? Can you see this? There's a shock trooper on the DNA 250C right there. What the hell? All right. Well, obviously, I'm going to take my RTA off of this clutch. Who needs a clutch anymore when I have this? I'm just kidding, Mike. I'm just kidding, Mike. Come on. Don't be that guy. Uh, love this. Let's uh, measure it again. Measure it again. Yes. Yes. Dude, are you kidding me? This is the best mail that I've got. This is the best mail. This is amazing. Thank you. I'm going to vape this. I'm going to fill that up with liquor. I'm going to listen to Iron Maiden Number of the Beast and clean some atomizers. <laughs> this is awesome, Jake. Thank you. And the button lights up. Can you see the button lighting up there? That's incredible. Jake, thank you. Uh, that's going to be obviously a permanent fixture on my desk now. Permanent fixture on my desk now. Jake, that was awesome. Jake, thank you. It is so sexy. So sexy. Listen, if someone wanted to buy uh, buy this retail, you know, where where can they go? Is there is it Scrapwood Original? You can just Google Scrapwood Original. That, I mean, this is beautiful from top to bottom. The craftsmanship is incredible. It's all smooth. The button matches. It's a DNA 250C. Very clicky up-down buttons. Clicky little fire, illuminated fire button right there. And the imperial symbol carved into wood in the back. I mean, I can't imagine how much work this took, how much time, how much time you spent working on this. I love it, dude. I love the crap out of this. Thank you. Jake, I more than like it. I more than like it. I more than like it. Thank you, Jake. That's putting a lot of other regulated mods on my desk right now to shame. To shame, I say. All right, this is the last one. Now, this is from John. This isn't no Vapelians. Sorry, Vapelians. I mean, you, you stayed up late to watch the vlog, and I don't even have your package, bro. I apologize. If it's in L.A., that means it might be at the port. I don't know. It might take a hot minute. What? Hang on. This is too much. You guys are way too much. Hey, Nick and Yo-Yoy. I've been meaning to get a package off to you for some time now. It's just a small little way to say thank you for all you do. I started my vaping journey like most looking for advice and content I could identify with, something that really added value to my life and journey. There was never a place I felt as much at home. I felt at home as much as Tuesday Bro Tuesday and the Thursday vlog. When you do a tobacco harm reduction device review, <laughs> you are open and honest and that really comes through in the video. I count myself lucky to be part of the Cool Kids Club and I have such an awesome group of people, of course, including yourself and Casey, to share my joys, concerns, my good days, my bad days. I walk this journey called life. 
Thank you for working so hard for the community. And I look forward to many more years of fighting the good fight alongside you all and the grim army. Yeah. Oh, John, you're getting me all fucking pumped. Thanks, bro. John, AKA light bearer, light bearer, light bearer. There's a gift in here for Casey too. Uh, didn't know if she already had one, but it seems to fit perfect light bearer. Thank you, light bearer. You know what? I'm honored to have you be a part of the Cool Kids Club. I really appreciate that. Can I get presents? Oh, you can just... Oh, I got a knife. Oh, it's... Thank you. Look at that. Look at this knife. I love the crap out of that. Okay, so that's a bottle opener. That's amazing. Kiss Army bottle opener. Can you tell that that's where I got the Grim Army logo from? Is it painfully obvious that that's where I got the Grim Army logo from? That's incredible, Light Bearer. What, what? I feel like... What? You, got, you bought me a Dixon shirt? Are you kidding me? You got me the Bishop? You bought me a Dixon? Bought me a Dixon. Light bearer, you got me a Dixon? Holy crap. Oh, this is the ghost. This is the bishop. It's got Papa Emeritus on it. Can you see Papa on the tag? Oh my God. It's Christmas. That's it. Fucking A, you guys. Here, I'm pretty sure this is for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm kind Thank of a you. big deal. And it's got a pickle fucking handle on it, dude. Take that shit out of the box. Pick, okay, let's look at it real quick before I hand it off to Pickle. Thank you, Light Bearer. Light Bearer, you are, everybody oh, has yes. been. It's ooh, it's, it's pickle size. You know what this is? This is cereal size. This is a cereal mug. That's a cereal mug. Yes. Holy crap. I'm kind of a big deal. And I am. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to hand this shit. to my wife. Light bearer. Holy crap, bro. Yeah. Holy crap. Everybody, this is, this is, you guys are, are so, so kind, so gracious, so giving. I feel like, I know, what is this, Christmas? This is unbelievable. You guys, a Dixon. Okay, well, I'm going to wear my Dixon. I'm going to vape my mod. I'm going to put liquor in this. I'm going to listen to Iron Maiden. That's going to be what I do tonight. <laughs> I cannot believe this. I feel overwhelmed. I feel so thankful for the abundance. I feel so thankful to you guys. Lightbearer, Sean. I mean, God damn it. Jake Scrapwood. You guys are, are literally the best. You guys are, are literally the best. I don't know what I've done to deserve such incredible supporters, followers, subscribers, cool kids. I love you guys. I mean, thank you. My heart is so full right now and so happy. Fucking Dixon. I love the crap out of this. And it's even in the right size, bro. Get out of here. Oh. 
Yeah. See, it's got the Papa Emeritus on it. This is the ghost flannel from Dixon. I love this. I love this. I love you. This is, I love this. Thank you. Sean, thank you. Jake, thank you. Light Bear, thank you. I mean, everybody, just thank you. I got candy last week from the Reluctant Pancakes. I am so, I feel so, I, I don't even know what to say. Thank you. This has been the best, best vape mail of all time. And you guys made that possible. It, th which Dixon is this? Richard, this is the Bishop. This is the Bishop. It's one of their summer, it's one of their bamboo shirts. And uh, it, it's nice in the summertime. It's nice and light. If it wasn't already 90 degrees in here, I would just go ahead and put this on. These shirts are insanely comfortable. Insanely comfortable. I love the crap out of this. It's the Bishop. It's the Bishop. It's the Ghost Dixon. Damn it, you guys. Damn it. All right. Well, thank you. I mean, thank you. Thank you seriously from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. From the bottom and the top of my heart. Thank you. Do you guys want to do a random liquid tasting now? I feel like I should just end the vlog right there. Like, what's going to top that much awesome shit? I wish I had another bottle to open <laughs> with my Kiss Army bottle opener. Unbelievable. You guys are incredible. I'm just going to sit here and praise you. Yeah, Dixon, it's the summertime Dixons. I have two of them, um, but I, 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 I need a Dixon for every day of the week. And especially in the summertime in Los Angeles, dude, it just gets so hot here. Oh my God, thank you. Seriously, thank you guys. One more time, you wanna see this? Fuck yeah. So dope, so dope. Seriously, thank you guys. I don't even know what to say right now. Let's do some, uh, I, I feel weird just changing the topic so quickly, but thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. I, 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 I feel my heart is so full right now. I feel thankful for the abundance. I feel thankful that I have such incredible subscribers, such like wonderful people that, that we've somehow all, all come together and met each other. And uh, I love it. I love it. It's, this it seriously made my day. The Deep Purple record is limited edition. What? All right, hang on. What color? It's a special. I don't want to tear it out of this plastic, but I want to look at the vinyl. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to cut it down the side where the vinyl comes out. It looks like black vinyl to me. I mean, I don't want to steal your thunder. Is that black vinyl or is that green vinyl? It looks very much like black vinyl to me. Looks very much like black vinyl to me. Still amazing. Still amazing, Sean. Still amazing. I'm going to hang on. I don't want to fuck this up. I need to put a post-it on this. Fucking love it, Sean. I love the crap out of it. I love the crap out of all of this. This was just... This is just so great. I don't even know what to say, you guys. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for being here. Um, no, Ricky, it's not wrong that you've never heard of Dixon because now you have heard of Dixon and now you get to go to Dixon and, and see all of the amazing shit that they have. 
We're really working hard on that Dixon Dixon sponsorship, aren't we? Listen, if I can get a Dixon sponsorship, if I can get like some sort of coupon code, that will only benefit you guys. I'm going to try to get you guys like a Dixon coupon code, right? That would be amazing. Seriously, thank you guys. Uh, I can't, I fucking can't stop smiling. Seriously, cannot stop smiling. Uh, so let's get to some super chats. That's all. That's all you need. That's all you get. That's all you get. Um, uh, Blake... Blake HXM, how are you? My wife, Tracy, her mother, Cheryl, and myself are all one year smoke free this week. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Tracy, Cheryl, Blake, congratulations. One year, one full year smoke free. Do you know how much, you know how much healthier you are now? You know how much better your lungs are going to be now? Do you know, do you know how much money you've saved on not smoking cigarettes? Unbelievable. Congratulations, you guys. That's that's awesome. Congratulations. Eifer, I got a vinyl I want to send you. Can you hit me up on Patreon? Pfft. Look, Eifer, I'm clearly not able to say no to anything. So absolutely. If, if you have a vinyl that you want to send me, I would be honored. I would be stoked to have a vinyl from Eifer. I would be stoked to have a vinyl, uh, vinyl from Eifer. Uh, Nick, very great. Can you show us the glow? Uh, I could, hang on, maybe I can. Let me try to, hang on. I need like a completely dark room. Here's what I'll do. I'll try to take a picture of the glowingness of it because obviously I'm gonna post this on Instagram because it's awesome. So I'm gonna try to take a picture of it for Instagram and then I'll take a little bit like a, you know, a swipe over picture on Instagram so you can see it and then you can see it with the glowiness on there. And a picture of the screen because there's a shock trooper on there. And that just makes me so happy. Man, that just makes me happy. Amazing. Amazing. Um, not the real Gerard Butler. That vape mail makes the 99 days feel better. You know what? Not the real Gerard Butler. Lee, it really, really does. It really, really does make the 99 days feel so much better. I, and I honestly kind of forgot that we were in quarantine for 99 days. Kind of honestly forgot. And I honestly, like, let's go another 99. I don't care. You're absolutely right, not the real Gerard Butler. Absolutely right. We still need to get you a birthday gift of some sort. I was trying to convince Casey. I said, let's get him something from 311. Let's get him like a 311 gift. And oh, maybe you listen to the podcast and she's like, no, he does. I'm sure he does not need any more 311 stuff. <laughs> no more 311 stuff. Uh, thank you, not the real Gerard Butler. Happy birthday one more time to you, my man. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing good. Um, so what I want to do right now is uh, let's do a liquid tasting. Let's do a liquid tasting and uh, let's do a liquid tasting combination getting to know Grim Green. How's that sound? How's that? Does that sound pretty good? Let's start off with this. Oh no, you didn't see the record. And now, oh, I shouldn't sing along. But wait, does this? Okay. So the the liquid that we have to taste today, we're going to be tasting it in the uh, in my traded my traded uh, Kennedy. 
I traded Kennedy, traded for the 28 millimeter, got a dope black Kennedy as a gift, as a thank you. We traded for a 28 millimeter Kennedy, so that's what we're going to be tasting this in. That's the Kennedy Vindicator. I think it's, um, I think I'm going to get a new battery to put in here. Single 21700. The liquid that we're going to be tasting, the liquid that we're going to be tasting is uh, something I've never heard of. This is by Prohibition Juice Co. By Prohibition Juice Co. You know, they do that uh, They do that speakeasy root beer that I like that's a real coil killer. It's called Dem Thangs. I don't know anything about this liquid. Yeah, just a little bit of crap cam, garbage cam. I don't know anything about this liquid. It's called Dem Thangs Sweet Thangs. And I don't know the flavor profile. I don't know the anything of it. So let's give it a little knuckle test. What even is that? What the hell even is that? I'm just going to, what is that? Okay, hang on. I'm going to need to do research. Dem thangs, sweet thangs. Dem thangs, sweet thangs. What are you? What the crap are you? I want to say it's like a cereal flavor. Dem Thangs, Sweet Thangs. Uh, has literally no description. Literally no description. What are you? Uh, this is on vapenjays.com. It just says Prohibition Juice Co. Dem Thangs, Sweet Things, $22 for a 60 mil. 60 mil. It kind of tastes a little bit tobacco-y to me but I feel like this is definitely not a tobacco flavor. I feel like this is definitely not a tobacco flavor. It's a Kennedy, so I like to pop and paint, you know. Dem things, sweet things. Uh, oh, uh, hazelnut cream cupcake. Hazelnut cream cupcake, you say? Okay, yeah, I guess I taste the hazelnut now because it was tasting like a tobacco, and that kind of makes sense. Sometimes tobaccos have hazelnuts in them. So let's uh, let's just let, I'm gonna I'm gonna vape this. Uh, let me take an inaugural toot here. Thank you for that, Ashley. It's a hazelnut cupcake. Um, it's, it's weird. It's a little bit weird. It, I, it, I, I, it tastes just a little bit. I almost don't want to throw this out there in case anybody really likes this. Uh, it tastes ah, a little cardboardy, like a hair, like wet cardboard. I can't, I can't not taste that. I can't not taste that. Uh, it's sweet. It's definitely hazelnutty. I've never personally ever in my life had a hazelnut cupcake, but it tastes just a little bit cardboardy. 
little bit cardboardy. Hang on, let me sit with it for a second while we talk about the record that we're going to be doing tonight for Getting to Know Grim Green. I get cupcake. I get like a vanilla cakey kind of flavor from it, as well as that hazelnut. Just can't get it out of my head. Let me continue on with it a little bit, uh, and we'll come back to it in a second. So, real quick, getting to know Grim Green. I'm a big music fan. We talk about music here on Getting to Know Grim Green. I have a playlist on Spotify that includes two tracks from every record I've ever talked about. It's called the GTKGG The Jams. I'll have it linked down below in the description. It's just a really great, great collection. Only bangers. Only bangers on it. And uh, I had a really great back and forth on Tuesday Bro Tuesday with uh, Southern Comfort. And I didn't see Southern Comfort here, but I really hope that Southern Comfort watches this vlog and then watches to the end because this is completely inspired by him. But we had a little, a little back and forth about this band right here, Metlica. <laughs> we had a little back and forth about this band, Metallica. And... He was not a Metallica fan, and that's great. I'm a huge Metallica fan, and I really like this particular Metallica record. When I'm when I when I I want to buy all of the Metallica records on vinyl, just like I want to have all the Iron Maiden records on vinyl, just like I want to have all the Kiss records on vinyl, just like I have I want to have like you know all the Paramore albums, all the MXPX albums, all my favorite albums. I want to get them all on vinyl. But the album that I decided to start with Metallica was hardwired because this was a little bit, in my opinion, like a little bit of a redemption album for Metallica. Me and Metallica have a complicated, we have a complicated history. One of the first albums that I ever purchased as a young youth, I was 12 years old, I think, 11 or 12 years old, and I had allowance money, and we were in Sacramento, California. Sacramento, California. You go get ready for That's What She Said, Danielle Jones. You do that. I appreciate you being here. In Sacramento, California, we used to go to the big mall because I lived in Lake Tahoe and there was no shopping in Lake Tahoe, California. Just nothing. Nothing on the California side, nothing really on the Nevada side unless you went down to Reno. We used to go to Sacramento because it was only another like 45 minutes in the car you know, equivalent of driving to Reno. From Tahoe to Reno was about like an hour and a half. From Tahoe to Sacramento was about two hours. So we would just go to Sacramento all the time and go to the big mall. I don't even remember what the name of it was. We just used to call it the big mall. And they had a big, huge Sam Goody there. Anybody remember Sam Goody? <laughs> One of the, the, the first, the first, the very first album I ever bought as a youth was uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, the whatever the one, I can't remember what album it was, Blood Sugar Sex Magic. I bought Queensryche Empire. And then I went and bought Def Leppard, Hysteria, and Metallica's Master of Puppets. And out of all of those albums, Metallica's Master of Puppets just had the, the biggest impact on me. And I remember being down there with my mom, and my mom was the biggest, like, no, I don't know if you should be buying that kind of stuff. Like she wanted me to stay wholesome and forever. And she hated that I was into metal and she hated that I wanted to get tattoos. Ugh. And I've told the story of her driving down to Reno while I was getting my throat tattooed and just standing over me like disapprovingly. I love my mom. I love my mom, but she's always been trying to like look out for me. You know, that's what they do, right? 
And so I'm trying to convince her to let me buy Metallica Master of Puppets and I'm showing her the cover and I'm like, no, see, it's, it's, uh, it's good. Like it's a graveyard and they're crosses. And then that's God. Like the hands are God, like bringing them all to heaven. And I'm trying to like paint this picture, like that Metallica is some like a wholesome band and that the album cover is like a wholesome album cover. It wasn't until, you know, a few months later when I'm actually like reading all of the lyrics being like, Oh, that song's about cocaine. All right, cool. But you know, I'm trying not to say that to my mom. So she let me buy Metallica master of puppets. And I just listened to Metallica master of puppets. Just like, I couldn't, I could not get enough of it. I could not get enough of it. And you have to keep in mind, this is in the days before Spotify. This is in the days before the internet. So the only Metallica album I had was Master of Puppets. Master of Puppets was the only one I had. I later went on, when I finally got into high school, I bought Kill 'Em All, uh, unbelievable album, unbelievable album. Uh, but Ride the Lightning, obviously, unbelievable album. And Justice for All, obviously, unbelievable album. And then, you know, when the Black Album came out, I was just like, yes, give me Metallica. Just fucking James Hetfield, Metallica. They were, at a certain time, I was just as obsessed with Metallica as I was about Kiss. I loved Kiss, and I had a Kiss wall, and I would cut Kiss pictures out of magazines and tape them all over my wall, and I loved Kiss. I went through a very similar phase with Metallica. You know, I just, I just loved them. I just loved Metallica. They could do no wrong, right? I even liked when Load came out. I didn't love Load right away when it came out. And that's where my complicated relationship with Metallica begins because I saw, I saw Kirk Hammett in that, in that video and, and he's wearing eyeliner and on the back of the album, on the back of the Load album, it's like, they all have short hair and Lars and Kirk are wearing eyeliner. And I kind of just went, what, what the fuck happened to Metallica? What, what the fuck happened to Metallica? That's not Metallica. Where, where's their bullet belts? You know, where's their battle vests? What the, what the fuck happened to Metallica? And so me and Metallica didn't get along for a few years. In retrospect, I go back and I listen to the Load album, and I really enjoy it, and the Reload album, and I really enjoy it, and Cardboard Cupcake. I can't, I cannot get away from Cardboard Cupcake on this. It's not bad. I mean, it's, 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 I, I get hazelnut, I get a little bit of vanilla, it's nice and sweet. I don't feel like it's too sweet. I'm interested to see how well my coils hold up with this because other Prohibition Juice Co. juices, they're kind of coil killers. That's kind of why I had to stop vaping that speakeasy. The, the Sifu's Kick It Root Down is just as good of a root beer and it does not destroy my coils. I just cannot get away from that cardboard flavor. It's like a, it's like a sweet cardboard, if that helps. It's like a sweet cardboard, if that helps. And then, uh, and then Metallica released um, Death Magnetic, and I just didn't care, really. Another Metallica album, kind of over Metallica a little bit. Didn't listen to Death Magnetic for a long time. And then I listened to Death Magnetic, and I, Metallica's good again. This is Metallica. 
It's a real riffy album, and I loved it. And then, and then fucking Hardwired came out, and I went, Metallica's back. This is their redemption album. This is full force, full blown, riffy, heavy Metallica. And a lot of people call Metallica old dude metal, and I'm okay with that. I like me some old dude metal. This is the Metallica Redemption album. Almost every track is a banger. And what I like most about this is it's very unradio friendly. Their songs are like six, seven minute long songs. Like back when they used to do Master of Puppets, you know, Master of Puppets, what, like nine minute long track? All those old Metallica songs used to just be these epically long Metallica songs, and that's what I love so much, you know? I didn't like it when they tried to appeal to the mainstream too much, and maybe that's not what they were doing. And look, they're artists, and they can change and do whatever they want, and I appreciate it in retrospect. You know, I go back and I listen to some of those old Metallica albums I didn't like, and I appreciate them for what they are. But this, in my opinion, Hardwired, is like the Metallica Redemption album. I think this is just... uh, Plain, 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 boring black vinyl. Yeah, it's just plain, plain black vinyl. No, no sort of special editions or anything like that. But if you haven't given Metallica a listen in a while, I would highly recommend checking this out, out this album. In fact, you don't even need to check out the whole album. You can check out my Spotify playlist. I'll link it down below. I'm going to put two tracks from this album on that playlist. First track, it's going to be the title track. It's going to be Hardwired. It's an incredible song. It's a banger right out of the gate. Just right out of the gate. I was kind of going back and forth between do I want to put Moth into the Flame on it or do I want to put out Spit Out the Bone on it? Moth to the Flame, Spit Out the Bone. Ultimately, I think we're going to put Hardwired, the first track, and interestingly enough, the very last track, Spit Out the Bone. There are two Metallica bangers. Spit Out the Bone is like seven and a half minutes long of just James and Kirk, like riffy, fucking awesome, riffy Metallica song. It's They're incredible songs. They're incredible songs. I highly recommend this album. It, it's the Metallica Redemption album. I got to see them on this tour, on the Hardwired tour with Gojira and Avenged Sevenfold. And it was spectacular. Metallica sounded incredible. That was the first time I ever got to see Metallica. And I will never say no to if Metallica comes anywhere near Los Angeles for the rest of my life, as long as they are a band, I will go see Metallica. No questions asked. You know, I've seen Slayer a bunch of times and I feel like I'm good on Slayer. (laughs) Like I don't need to see Slayer anymore. I don't need to see Cannibal Corpse anymore. I've seen Cannibal Corpse twice. I'm good with Cannibal Corpse. I've seen, you know, there's some bands that you go, oh, I've seen them a few times. That's fine. I don't need to go see them again. Metallica, on the other hand, I will never say no to going to see a Metallica show. It's an unbelievable show. They're an unbelievable band. They changed the landscape of metal. And honestly, them kicking out Dave Mustaine in the early years was kind of the best thing that could have happened because we got Metallica and we got Megadeth. There's some Megadeth tracks on this playlist from Rust in Peace. And now there's going to be some hardwired to self-destruct from Metallica on the playlist. So that's it. That's it. That's what I got. That's Metallica. I love them. This was inspired by Jake Scrapwood. I hope you'll check out some of the Metallica hardwired. If you still don't like it, that's fine. Completely fine. Completely 100% fine. We don't all have to like the same things. Uh, what vlog did I talk about Warren Zevon? Uh, I don't remember. 
I'll try to track it down. I'm a big Warren Zevon fan. He's a, he's really underrated and, and he's underrated. And it's, it's also just because he's so, he was unfortunately passed away. He was just so weird. You know, Warren Zevon did not write radio friendly music at all. <laughs> he did not write radio friendly music. So I think where we're landing on Metallica is that I love them and I'm going to put two tracks on the playlist. And I think where we're landing with Dem Thang's Sweet Thang's which is a hazelnut cupcake. I'm just going to say I don't think it's for me. I'm going to continue to vape it. I'm going to spend a few days with it just to see how it how my coils hold up with it. Hazelnut, I just can't not taste cardboard. I can't not taste cardboard. Barbara, I love you. Thank you for coming out. Head to bed. I know it's getting late. I can't not get away from, uh, I can't, I can't not get cardboard from this. I can't not get cardboard from this. And that sucks because I, you know, other people might like it. Other people might not get cardboard. Other people might say, hazelnut is my favorite. That's what got me off of cigarettes, bro. Hazelnut, uh, custard or something like that. If you're a hazelnut fan, this is probably straight up your alley. This is probably perfect for you. But for me, I can't not taste cardboard. I just can't not taste cardboard. It's got like that. When coffee goes stale, um, it takes on that like wet cardboard characteristic. That's how you can tell that coffee is stale. If you ever get like wet cardboard from your coffee, that's it. That's stale. To me, this tastes like a stale coffee hazelnut cupcake. That's what I get from it. But shit, it might be worth a look to some people. It might be worth a look to some people. So we're, we're running long. I said we're going to run long. We're already running way too long. Let me get the rest of these uh, super chats. That's all you get. Let's finish up these super chats, you guys. Thank you so much for coming out. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, Robert Young, sorry to interrupt and promote another stream, but any Australians jump over to Legion Vapes, new laws over there. Yeah, uh, Australia and and New Zealand. I was shocked to see New Zealand having bad vape legislation on the books because New Zealand has been one of the few beacons of vaping and tobacco harm reduction in the world. And now New Zealand is actually rolling out some pretty crappy legislation. So yeah, jump over to Legion Vapes. They're going to be talking about uh, they're going to be talking about Australian laws. If you're an Australian, I think it would be worth your while. I'll send people to Legion Vapes. Legion Vapes sends people to me. Why not return the favor? I appreciate that. Uh, Alex, very gracious of you. What vlog did you talk about, Warren Zevon? I'm not sure, but I'll find out. I'm not sure. I really don't know. I, I I could find out. Let's see. I can't find out right now, but I can see when I added Warren Zevon. It was uh, uh, March 13th, 2020. March 13th, 2020. If there's a vlog on March 13th, 2020 or the day before March 13th, March 12th, 2020, that's the vlog because that's when I added it to the playlist and I add them on the same day. So there you go. I found an answer for you. There you go. Southern Comfort's here. 
Fuck yeah, Southern Comfort. All right, well, you might have to rewind it a little bit. Uh, you inspired my getting to know Grim Green. We did a Metallica record. We did Hardwired to Self-Destruct. I'm gonna put two songs on my playlist, bro. I want you to check them out and let me know what you think of those two tracks from that album. Thank you, Southern Comfort. One of my highlights of this week, besides the incredible mail that I just got, was talking to you about Metallica on Tuesday, bro, Tuesday. I appreciate that, bro. Southern, or no, Southern Comfort. Yeah, there you go. I'll just shout you out again. Why not? Tom, very gracious of you. My gramps used to say, good thing we don't all like the same things. Otherwise, there wouldn't be enough room for, there wouldn't be enough for everyone. Yeah, damn right. I'm a firm believer in that. I'm a firm believer in gates open, come on in. There's, there's plenty of musical acts that I just cannot stand. I would rather chew on a mile of glass than listen to another Disturbed song. But you know what? There's Disturbed fans out there and you need to be unapologetic about the things you like. Unapologetic about the things you like. We're gonna be talking about Paramore. I listen to Demi Lovato. I listen to a lot of crazy music and I am unapologetic about it because I enjoy it all. If you listen to, you know, if you listen to Cannibal Corpse and then the very next track is Lady Gaga, then, then just own it. And just own it and you will get zero judgment from me. Zero judgment from me. It's a good thing we all don't like the same things. And on that, on that note, I think that's where we're gonna end. Uh, I think that's where we're gonna end this here vlog. We've already run late and I don't wanna run into anybody else's time slots, but God damn it, you guys. Thank you so much for a really great vlog. Thank you so much for coming out tonight. Uh, I, like I said, I'm just, I'm just thankful for the abundance. I'm thankful for you guys and uh, I believe in us. I think vaping's gonna change the world, and I think, uh, yeah, just don't listen to Nickelback. Yeah, don't listen, just, don't, just don't listen to Nickelback. You know what's funny is, uh, one of the things that one of the things that started me on this like gates open, come on in kind of thing was this guy used to work when I think I think I've told this story before on the vlog. Let me just tell this real quick story before we end the vlog. I used to work at, for Starbucks, and I was a roaster, and one of my buddies that I worked in roasting with. Um, Oh crap, I can't believe I got his name. We just used to call him Thunder Pudding. AJ, AJ Thunder Pudding Spice. Um, AJ unapologetically loved Nickelback. Loved Nickelback. We would listen to Nickelback in, in the control room. We would listen to Nickelback ad nauseum in the control room because he put a ton of Nickelback in his radio station. So Nickelback would come in all the time. He would wear Nickelback t-shirts. He had pictures on his Facebook of him at a Nickelback show wearing his Nickelback t-shirt and he just unapologetically loved Nickelback. And I thought, fucking A, man. I, I can do nothing but respect that. I can do nothing but respect that. If you like Nickelback that much, I, I can't touch you. I got nothing on you. More for you. You know, more for you, AJ. Listen to all of the Nickelback until Nickelback is coming out of your ear holes. Listen to Creed as much as you want. Listen to whatever you want as much as you want. Just don't apologize about it. Guilty pleasures is one of the phrases that annoys me. It's like, oh, you know, I usually listen to this stuff, but I got, you know, I have a guilty pleasure. I really like 80s pop music. That's not a guilty pleasure. That's just something you like. Embrace that. Enjoy it and be unapologetic about the things you like, you know? That's just the way that I roll. 
It's just the way that I roll, bro. All right, well, we got, hang on. We got two more super chats here. I, I got off track and people got some super chats in. That's okay. I will be sending you, this is from British Eyes Only. I will be sending you two of those green plastic watering can beers, coils, and long overdue birthday gift. Maybe bagels for Casey too. What, British Eyes? Stop that. You don't, you really don't need to send me plastic watering can beers. Although I am never going to say no to beer, especially plastic watering can, because that beer is legit, bro. Thank you, British Eyes. I appreciate you. One more from Eifer. Be prepared for crazy avant-garde jazz, by the way. Listen, Casey, Casey, my wife is one of those people too that loves things unapologetically. She loves Barry Manilow, loves Barry Manilow and makes no apologies about it. Casey is a person that just loves music in general. Like we will both sit and listen to Metallica and she will sing along. She went to Slayer with me and then she'll listen to just like crazy, like Brad Meldow jazz that makes no sense to me, (laughs) you know? And we went and saw Barry Manilow together and she just went crazy and loves Barry Manilow. Love things unapologetically. Remove the term guilty pleasures from the vernacular. No such thing. Just enjoy what you enjoy and fuck everybody else. And on that note, that is where we're actually, that is where we're actually going to end the vlog tonight. Seriously, thank you guys, seriously, so much for coming out. Thank you so much. I, 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 my heart is full. I love you guys into the ground. Um, I just, I don't even know what else to say. Thank you. I'm so stoked right now. I'm so happy. I'm so overwhelmed by the generosity and kindness of you guys that I can't even put into words how I'm feeling right now. So thank you guys, seriously, so much for coming out. Remember, no matter what anybody tells you, vaping's still 95% less harmful for you than burning combustible tobacco cigarettes. Love things unapologetically. Eifer says, Barry Manilow has nothing on this. (laughs) I appreciate that, Eifer. Uh, Love things unapologetically. Be excellent to each other, you guys. Peace. I believe I can fly. I believe I could touch the sky any time of year. Dun, 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 dun. I believe I can fly. <laughs>